Hi gang, you've got Jake from Ghostly Activities. Today's podcast, I want to talk about using psychics on a ghost hunt. Now, depending on your group, um, we've got some groups that just do psychic investigations, and then we've got others that lean more on the scientific side. With Ghostly Activities, Celine is psi-sensitive. I wouldn't say she's a true psychic, but she gets impressions. Sometimes she can see and hear things that a spirit is trying to communicate with us, but it's not like the full-blown mediumship where she gets the spirit to inhabit her body or anything like that. Now, on our investigations, we have used psychics and mediums before, um, and they have played a critical part in evidence collection. However, there's some things you need to know about using psychics. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go into the whole charlatan thing or anything like that. I'll assume if you're going to use a psychic on a team, you know the psychic or medium. You can vouch for them. They have credibility, and they can help your team get evidence collection. So with that said, there's three things you need to know about using a psychic. One is it should be cold. You need to think about what kind of experiments you're going to use them on. And then there's the verification process. So let's start with the cold part. When we talk about a cold, you don't want the psychic or medium to know anything about the suspected haunt. Because if they do, that can influence the the information that they give your team. Um, and which means they may not need to rely on their psychic or medium abilities. So I find if you're going to use a public space, and this could be a museum, um, you know, a bridge, a well-known haunted spot that's publicly available, I would say don't use the psychic. The reason is there's so much information out there. Anyone can just do a search, find out, you know, from forums, the names of spirits and stuff, and, you know... This is when we start moving into the fraudulent stuff. So I would say keep the psychic for a private residence. Don't let them know anything about the residence, not even the address. Don't let the client, don't tell them about the clients. Don't tell them about the information from the walkthrough that will all pollute the readings. You want it to be cold so it's very credible. Now, the next thing is the experiments. Um, so I'll just talk from my experience, is that whenever we've used psychics um, or mediums, I've usually had them do the EVP collection, and I've had them do the engagement sessions. Now, the reason for that is, especially with EVP, a lot of psychics have this gift called clairaudience. So if you go out to Ghostly Activities, we've got an article called Using Clairaudience on Ghost Hunts. We have a whole series, actually, of using your psychic abilities. So if you go to the site and you just search for it in the search bar, you can find these articles for the individual steps. But with psychics, uh, clairaudience is a common gift, and this is where they can hear what the spirit is saying. In some cases, it's like a scrolling marquee or word formulates uh, in their mind's eye, and, and you can use that. But the thing is, when you're using the EVP, remember, you have to get it recorded. So if you're having the psychic is telling you these responses like names, ages, dates, things like that that you can verify, if you don't get it on the EVP, 
uh, or if you don't get an EVP with it on your digital recorder, you can't really publish it or present it. Um, so you can write up, uh, we do this from time to time on Ghostly, is when we write up our ghost hunts, if there is a psychic element, we will do the intuitive or psychic investigation notes. And when we list those things in there, it's just everyone's going to crawl bullshit on it. Okay, so this is why it's important that if your psychic or medium is getting this information, make sure you have a device that captures the actual ghost voice or something. Now, the other thing is with the engagement sessions. And just by putting out like a boo buddy, if there's a child spirit or you've got a melmeter that has the REM field on it, you can add, you can have the psychic ask the spirit to manipulate these objects. I find this this works very well. Um, and then, of course, because you have visual evidence, the psychic is speaking, and then say you've got your video camera trained on it, or you're taking pictures, you can at least document the questions and the responses coming from the spirit. And that's much harder to, you know, when you do something like that, you've got video evidence of it, that's much harder to dispute. Um, and it's easier to publish and and get some verification on it. So the next thing is the verification process. It's, and this is especially true if you don't get any recorded engagement, either through the trigger objects or engagement objects, or with the EVP um, getting it recorded. So again, you want information you can verify. So you should always have the psychic ask about names, dates, events at the house, um, where something might be hidden in the basement. I'm just throwing that one out there. Because you can use a third party to verify that information. So what that means is don't be afraid to go out to the news archives. A perfect example of this is when we did the ghost hunt at the Congress Plaza Hotel. We had a medium, as well as Celine, using her psi abilities. And we, when we were running the EVP session, we got names, we got events, or we got descriptions. And sometimes the psychic can't necessarily hear a spirit, but they can see them. And so if you can get this description, you can go back to the news archives, you can go back to like a historic society, um, and dig up. Um, you can dig up the information around that and the people I should say the ghosts, or the identities of the ghosts, because that's the ultimate goal, is can you identify the ghost? And so by taking the information from the psychic, you can go to the archives, you can go to property records, you can go to newspapers, you can go to the different historic societies to get this information. And then that will help you verify everything the psychic did, helps with their credibility, helps with your credibility as well. So that's my bit for today. Like I said, not against using psychics by any means. It's just you they have to prove that they're very credible. In order to do that, you bring them on the ghost hunts. You have them come in cold. They know nothing about the haunt. Um, have them play a big role in the evidence collection, mainly EVP and with engagement objects, and then verify all the information that they give you. Okay, so thanks for tuning in to Ghostly Activities. I hope you found this useful, and take care.